Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today at a uh, surprising uh, location for the Nord Footy Club, it's at the Thibbeton Oval, is Nord Premiership coach Jade Rawlings Twig. How has the mood of pre-season been so far? Been very good Zach and yeah we're down at Thibbeton at the moment, We've because of the gather around our club having a couple of games there's pretty high expectations of the quality of the surface so we've been kicked off for this week and then we manage how many times we can be at the parade over the next few weeks but uh, we've had a good summer we've got a lot of young hungry driven players and leaders so we've recruited people who are pretty keen to come and play in our senior team so that creates a competitive environment but yeah we're always striving for ongoing continual improvement and yeah, until the day that someone can tell me they've mastered their game and we've mastered our game style, I'm, I'm happy to have that conversation, but I'll be surprised mm. when that happens in the short term. So we, there's a lot for us still to get right, and we've had a few injuries that needed surgical yep. intervention at the end of the year, which will have a couple of slow starters at the start of the year, but uh, all in all, I've been really pleased with the summer. When you say um, you've got some driven people um, here at the footy club, uh, how important is that given, I guess, the mode that uh, you won the flag last year because it's an incredible high that you come down off of and incredible circumstances that you win the game in um, does that make it even a little bit more tricky to come down from such a high it's unforeseen territory for me Zach so yeah. knowing how to handle this is new because I've never been successful in a senior premiership so one thing I do know is that celebrating and still living off the past doesn't generally set you up for success the following year so we addressed it pretty early in the summer about what was was and will always be there but people care about what you're going to do next and there's too much to be achieved in this competition with this group and individuals all striving to still find their way in this competition so I've got a board that will sack me if I get comfortable so I'm pretty keen to make sure I've got a driven group and leaders generally are offshoot of the message of coaches and we've got a, a fantastic group the Hamilton, Roker, Nunn, Boyd, Kennelly, Panos, Wilkins, Heard have yeah. been the cornerstone of why this group's been able to improve quickly and mm. be able to be consistent performers. When did you draw that line in the sand that last year is last year and this year is this year and how did you go about it? Mm. I don't know specifically, Zach, but I, I remember the last week or two just before we, we all resumed that it was playing around in my head a lot just to what's the best way to approach this so mm. if you go light you retreat if you go too hard you break them down <laughs> and if you revel too long you're going to get a smack in the face so I actually had a chat to an old coach of mine Peter German he mm-hmm. coached the premiership in Subiaco a good 15-20 years ago and he said he fell for the old trick that because they won he trained them harder so they wouldn't oh, get ahead okay. of themselves and he said they'll fit as fiddles for half the year yeah. and they, they all broke down right. so it was really good advice and mm-hmm. on the way here today I had a great chat to my, one of my best mentors Neil Craig and yeah yeah, he was quite, as he usually is, um, giving of his wisdom. And, yep. yeah, he mentioned one or two things to me that just, just keeps your eye on the ball. Mm-hmm. This is what's important and not allow the rhetoric external outside of four walls of Norwood to influence how we go about our stuff. So the line was drawn very early. Like mm-hmm. We all resumed as a full group early December, and I think it was night one we might have spoke about yeah. it. So yep. uh, it gives you an idea. Of, it wasn't a penalty. Like, it shouldn't be penalised for being no. successful last year, but it's just a understand why we're here, what we need to get done. Mm-hmm. Uh, injection of new players, I guess, helps freshen things up. And um, despite winning the flag, you've um, through a few um, forced departures, you've had to freshen things up a bit uh, with the recruiting. Yeah, we have, and I think if you look through any SNFL list these days, Zach, it's pretty high turnover. Probably North Adelaide have been the quietest from what they've reported, but they've got a mature group. Yep. 
So we lost Rentel, Nelligan goes overseas, Kelly is overseas, but we, he's coming back, so we think he'll come back to play. And, um, then we bring in Matty Ling, who's been an excellent acquisition as a person, as much as a player. We bring in Goy Locke, who's an experienced state league player. Callow comes back, Jack Saunders comes back to Norwood, has yeah. uh, left as an under-18 player. Uh, Ollie Sanders played in the Carlton VFL, Tassie Boy, uh, Michael Stingle, Alec Wright, both from Launceston, have been really high-level performers at State League and played some North Melbourne VFL. So uh, Paddy Walker, who's from North Melbourne, has come over to us after two years in the AFL system. So we, we're very strong on what type of people and age yeah. profile we bring in, Zach, and yeah, we think they're all going to people that will add to the group when they play. They won't all play at the same time, can't all yeah. emerge into our best team straight yeah. up, but it'll be interesting to see who emerges at the start of the year. Jackson Callow, uh, his presence back here at the footy club, how much does that change perhaps even the way you play? Because he just gives you that real genuine key forward presence, which even though you won the flag last year, sort of never really had that, and he improves the potency too. Yeah, it won't change us. It'll just be more how it all fits because I would say McLean was pretty important for us up mm. ahead of the ball and once we got Sermon, that made a big difference and Panos draws the ball. So it was a different look. Jarvis and Tahini are those mid-range forwards. So mm. it does ask questions of us as to what is the best mix because Lenny Pascoe is pretty keen to play and mm-hmm. um, you go McLean, Sermon, Callow, Panos, Pascoe. Yeah. Um, they're all people that are pretty keen to to fit into that group yeah, and it's whether yeah. we can absorb or how many can we absorb in that list so uh, Liam Robinson's another emerging yeah. player Tristan Biner who didn't have the year he would have liked last year has had a terrific summer so there's a lot mm-hmm. of options there it's just a matter of getting the right mix yeah uh, Callow in particular what does he offer you now that he's back oh, as you saw before he went to Hawthorne he draws the ball he's a high end mark of the ball he's uh, matured in personality and natural growth of the person as well as understanding how to train so he came to us with ankle surgery so he might be borderline at the start of the year he might be a slow starter but uh, yeah, whenever you can bring a key forward who's a known yeah. commodity into your team it's always helpful who are some of the other guys that are a little bit behind the eight ball that you touched on earlier yeah, josh richards and pierce seymour they're probably the other two josh had knee surgery which he needed for probably half the season was able to perform mm. in under sufferance so we always knew that one was going to be quite traumatic the other problem he had he's a uh, had a placement in Port Lincoln okay. as a podiatrist straight after the grand final, so yeah, he couldn't get the surgery, so that just pushed it back slightly. Yep. And then Pierce Seymour, who I was able to play under quite yeah. a number of deal of duress in the final series, had an ankle, got that operated on, just had a slight setback with that procedure, so it probably pushed him back two to three. So, yeah, he won't be there at the start, but he won't be far off in his first few couple of weeks. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Matt Ling and uh, Patrick Walker, a couple of the, I guess, higher profile recruits that you've got across. Yeah, Ling's from Geelong, pick 15 from memory to Sydney five years ago. Uh, played three games, I think. It was part of that COVID time, which a lot of our ex-AFL players have had that experience, mm. the COVID experience. Um, went back to Geelong for one year in the VFL, was dominant. Um, one of my good mates is Matthew Egan, who's the head of development at Geelong, and I was sniffing out a bit about Ling, and, and he worked out I was trying to recruit him. He wasn't too happy with me. <laughs> and then uh, the Ling had the courage to move his life. Him and his girlfriend, Matisse, found I'd move over, and... He wants to keep pushing his footy, and mm. I respect him for that. And he's a really good person, but he he's improved his footy since he's been with us, so that's mm. been very pleasing. So he'll play in the midfield for us. Yep. Uh, Walker comes to us with an ankle as well. Unfortunately, he had quite a number of setbacks with his ankle in 2022, and mm-hmm. didn't really get enough, well, as many opportunities to play mm. as he probably would have hoped. So uh, he might be a bit of a slow starter as well, Patrick. Unfortunately, okay. yeah. 
Um, the Tassie connection, it uh, continues to grow here and obviously uh, the reason why is pretty obvious given you're a proud uh, Tasmanian yourself, but um, in a way do you feel, um, I guess, um, I'm tr struggling to find the word, but I guess uh, you feel like a bit of a father figure, I guess, uh, <laughs> like well, 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 <laughs> welcoming all the Tassie boys up here. I've had other words used, Zach, that weren't fatherly. <laughs> yeah, from the Tasmanians. <laughs> um, well, this is why I respected Mike Callow so much, because he yeah. missed out in the draft when, for all intents and purposes, most people thought he was going to get picked up, and he had the courage to move his life over here. Mm. So he blazed a trail for Donnelly and Lowe to be able to see that. And then Donnelly and Lowe come over and perform. That shows Stingle, Wright, uh, Sanders, Walker, mm. all the way yeah. as to how we, what can be done. And Creswell's here as well, who's yep. got a Tassie background as well. Yep. So it ends up being eight of them, I think. Uh, and the other part we've got to be conscious of is our organic growth of the under-18s. So mm -hmm. we, if we keep recruiting outside, then that limits their opportunities. But yep. we've got 12 of them have come up from our mm -hmm. last year, which is really good return for your 18s year but yeah the combination of EP our mm. under 18s mm. and then interstate with the obviously a, a waiting towards Tassie boys is yeah. I don't apologise for trying to make Norwood better mm. and that's what I keep saying to our board about if we think someone's going to make the club better Mm -hmm. and they want to come to Norwood, then for the right reasons, let's pursue it. You touched on the youngsters that have come up from the under-18s. Who's really taken your eye so far and um, perhaps even pushed for a round one berth? Uh, this boy Bradford, Josh Bradford's a good player. He, uh, he's slight of body, but he had a really good year under-18s last year and has thrived in the senior program. Harvey Pedler from EP, he's a good kid. He's got a lot of ability. He's learned how to train properly through the summer. So I'm pleased with him. Logan Evans is in the State Pathway Program. He's been our senior program last year and has done the whole summer. And so he'll be borderline to get a go at the start. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex Van Wick is a ruckman yes. I thought was outstanding last year, especially the second half of the year. And really people started to stand up take notice of him. So he's been an impressive person. Tyson Walls had a really good summer. Okay. So he's yep. someone we're really keen to play at the right time through the practice match series. Yep. Uh, Noah Hyde's another one who's it shows he can play the game, had a bit to learn about what it takes to be a senior player, but him and his mate Taj Rahui is another one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yes, you can tell there's a few that roll off yeah, the tongue yeah. that have had impact in our program, and yeah, we're interested to see as to where they all land at any given time through the, either the pre season or if they land in our team early in the season. Who might be leading the way? Oh, Zach. You and I have been mates two and a half years. You, you don't usually go down this path with me. <laughs> now, there's a lot of unknown about us yeah, because yeah, we yeah. have, in our first practice match, I think we'll have eight available from our grand final team that won't play. Okay. And so they're all going to come back over the yeah. next two weeks. So yeah. that gives opportunity in the first one or two <laughs> weeks. And then how they come back, how their form is, how their fitness is, there's mm -hmm. a lot of unknown for us at the mm -hmm. start of the year, which part of me finds that very exciting is to, mm -hmm. if you're a Norwood player and you're doing the right stuff, you land in the team at the right time, yeah. who knows where it can go for you. Is there a reserves player that played majority seconds last year that's come out, had a really good, strong pre-season and is suddenly might have a bit of a mature body that might be sort of really pushing his way for league round one? Uh, off the top of the head, the two boys, I think, three that are really second-year players that have played a lot of two, Matt Nostransky, yep. Connor Kent and Jaden Gale. Those are three that spring to my mm -hmm. mind that are mm -hmm. Norwood juniors who... Yep probably took a while to fully grasp what it's all about at senior level last year but became consistent performers at the back end and then have grown with another summer so they're the type of players that we really want to see 
come through the program. Mm-hmm. So they, like their bodies are now right. They're mentally strong enough to deal with the program and the level of footy. Yep. And then it's really over to their capability to perform. Dennis Triansky, he played a fair bit of state underage footy and was sort of uh, considered pretty highly. So um, he's certainly got some talent. Yeah, he can play, Matty. He's a really good person. He cares about footy, leadership positions as a junior. So uh, he had a shoulder injury, which set him back probably more than what people realised. And mm. yeah, it took a while to grasp senior footy last year. His kicking's probably been his weapon, but he's really lifted contest and understands how more positional play now. So hopefully yeah. he comes through because he does everything right, everything you can ask of a young man. King Panos, how's he travelling? Yeah, he's going well. He's uh, due any week, uh, 38 weeks, and that might be now here in Viv. So okay. yep. uh, that'll be first. The second baby in our, on our list, Mitch yep. Wilkins and his wife Rachel have got a little girl. Mm-hmm. So he's good. He had a busted toe after the grand final, so that took a while to rehab. And we've just worked back with Matt. Just to, he's high-level professional. He knows what it takes to get him, his body right. Yep. And he'll figure, if not T2, T3, trial three. Yep. So okay. um, that'll be good prep for him. Uh, fixture, just having a look at that. Uh, you get to play in the season opener at the parade against Woodville West Torrens, so that'll be a fair crack. Yeah, it will be. It's we've always had good battles with Woodville since I've been over here, and to have that at the parade has worked out really nicely because the original fixture mm-hmm. had us playing away, and mm-hmm. uh, with the Eagles' situation yep. at their ground, it to flipped over. So we end up going un- unfurling the flag, which is a big deal for our club yeah. against the Eagles on a Friday night. And then we go Sturt at the parade on Thursday Easter weekend, and then we had a 19-day break <laughs> until we played North Adelaide on Anzac Day. Yeah, so, yeah. And then we played five days later against Glenelg. So it's an interesting start. And mm, I, mm. I don't know if you and I chatted before, my care for the fixture is pretty low. That You play around yep. twice, one home, one away, and it couldn't be fairer. So, yep. uh, But it is a hot start for us with the opposition, mm. and, and probably those three home games, are, uh, hopefully we make most of them. The Anzac Day one's really special to be able to host that. It is. It, I didn't fully understand the tradition at the start of year one I wasn't onto it and then last year mm. I remember Glenelg Woodville won and, mm. and the Monday and it would rip a game and I thought oh that's a great recognition of when you become a, yeah. a relevant club in the competition that you're playing that day and you take what comes like it's mm. on a Tuesday it's not ideal because it's a short turnaround yeah. the next week but I think you'd rather be playing that game on a big stage mm. than mm. not so uh, yeah we consider ourselves fortunate and the fact it's going to be at home as well is just adds to what we think we're a pretty big crowd and another trip to Port Lincoln fantastic to continue Continue building those links with your Air Peninsula community. It is because we're genuine about it, Zach. It's you don't absorb an area like that. It's been so successful and not make the most of it. And we've got a genuine footprint in there with how we spend time over there. But also to take a game over there is a big deal, and it's not lost on the local community over there that how big that is. And mm. to do it again and um, on a Saturday against West Adelaide, it, uh, yeah, it's a real positive part of our fixture and it's a highlight of one to our players about how important it is and how lucky we are to go and travel to play a game with NFL footy. Twig, very generous with your time, really do appreciate that. Thank you very much for previewing the 2023 Host Plus Sandful League season for the Nord Footy Club. Good on you, Zach. Thanks, mate.